Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 349. 349. <laughs> you know, the hearing those numbers in sequence just reminds me of the face-to-face song, 1349. It's <laughs> one, one of the few songs I remember from their uh, Protection album. Nice. It came out in like uh, 2016, I want to say. Yeah, I think it was that time. 1349. Oh, no. no, never mind. That is a different song. 1459. 1349 is a band. They're a black metal band. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They remind you of something. 1459. Yeah. Still, 1459 is a catchy song. Listen to it. If you haven't, face to face is still they're pretty damn good. <laughs> well, we got a bunch of great music as we do on this particular episode. I think I might have mentioned last week. I'm featuring a bunch of great stuff that's shared to us by way of Pirates Press Records. Uh, a few were kind of late fall shares. Yeah. But I- they have uh, several releases. I think three releases coming out this Friday the 2nd, which we'll be talking about here in just a second. And then even another one mid-month with The Drowns, which we'll be talking about later in the show, obviously. Uh, yes, obviously. <laughs> and so a lot of great Pirates Press stuff. Eric's got some picks. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, 1054 Records. They've been uh, releasing a bit of their back catalog. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I'm like, geez, how many uh, how many of these am I going to get? Also, Death Wish has been pretty busy. Yes, they have. Especially with their merch, man. Some of those bands, they got a shit ton of merch for some of those bands available oh, yeah. online for purchase. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then of course there's a anniversary albums coming out. Yep. These bands that were signed to like Victory and Revelation Records, their records are turning 30 years old. And it's like, hey, we're gonna remix and remaster and re-release this shit because back in the 2000s, <laughs> vinyl was not exactly uh, a hot thing. So right, we're uh, uh, we're gonna do you guys a favor. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, some cool stuff has been coming out. Uh, I'm going to start on the 21st. Long list. So I'm going to try to get through it quickly. Uh, first up, Die Hipster Records released <laughs> Coffee Breaths, self-titled Coffee Breath. Uh, also on the 21st, few others. Bristol to Memory released Hello Anxious on Wiretap Records. American Thrills released Impossible featuring Northcote on Wiretap Records. Laser Christ released self-titled Laser Christ on We Did This Records. Heron, oh, that was on the 22nd, by the way. Heron is also on the 22nd, and that's H-A-R-N. They released Antisocial, which is an EP, and that is on Mendeku Discock. A lot of great releases over on that label. 22nd brings us Domain as well, releasing Spores of Industry, which is a single on Days. Sham69 released To the Ends of the Earth on the 22nd. I just found out about that today, so a little late on my part. Uh, I wanted to make sure because uh, some weird, another weird phenomena, if you listen to me over at Punkanoi Worldwide, I did a couple punk rock mysteries, weird phenomena, which is not this thing, but I covered throughout 2023 because it was end of 2022 through the first part of 2023. Different weird phenomena in the last few weeks. Somebody getting on specific bands' accounts, such as the Agitators, On the Job, and a couple other bands, uh, like it was mostly European oi bands that I was familiar with, and releasing weird music. Like there's some growly screamo stuff released under the Agitators, huh. which was weird. 
And then like some really light, I don't know what style of music it was, but nothing punk related. I think that was like on the job. And there was a couple other bands. So if you came across that, I think even on the job went out and said, hey, this isn't us. As soon as we can get logged into our account, we're going to figure out how this happened. <laughs> Which I find to be a strange thing. Like I've noticed on iTunes, uh, some bands will, you know, you select a specific band and it'll have a couple different bands by the same names, tracks under that one band. And I don't know how that works. I'm not uploading music to iTunes for sale. But it seems easier for that to happen as opposed to on Spotify, you should have your own account as we do have our own account for Spotify to upload the podcast. And so if somebody were to upload something on SLC Punkcast, they, I would have to imagine they would either have to hack into that account or they just couldn't do it. And uh. So I think that was the thing. So when it came to Sham 69, I listened to the tracks. It sounded like Sham 69 to me. And it was also on iTunes, so I'm pretty sure that's it. But I didn't know To the Ends of the Earth, and they have a tour coming up as well, but To the Ends of the Earth came out on the 22nd. Also on the 22nd, 13 Cavities released Chuggin', which features Nick Lloyd. It's a single, which is going to be on their upcoming full length called Gumrot. Wide Shut released Legion featuring Felipe from Brothers Till We Die, which is a single on 1054 Records on the 23rd. On the 24th, couple releases... Rotting System, Katliam Vasten Tiaratsu, something like that. It's a single. Go check, it. Go check out Rotting System. It's all one word. Uh, Dog-Eared released Rough, which is a single. Proud House of Schmucks released On Strike. We'll be including that next episode. That's a single. The Indicted released Disorder, which is an EP, five-track EP. New band there out of uh, Portland, I want to say. Uh, Knockoff released a new full length. I was just came across that today as well and haven't quite got all the way through it, but I love it. If you like Knockoff, you'll love their new one called Lower Archie. <laughs> Something came out <laughs> on the 25th. Lower Archie. <laughs> lower, lower. <laughs> it's all about Jughead. Right. Uh, the next releases were last Friday, a lot of them. Uh, that was the 26th. The list includes The High Towers featuring you, or releasing Unique Pleasures on Melodic Punk Style, Alkaline Trio releasing Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs, Hammerhead releasing Nachdenken über Deutschland, then Streck Meitel releasing Type 1312, both those are German bands, Retarded released Same as the First, Attack Zero released Ciudades on Static Shock Records. Nasty, and that's N-A-S-T-I, released People Problem on Static Shock Records. Heavy Seas released Distortion Days on Rad Girlfriend Records. Acumen released Mark 7 on Rad Girlfriend Records. Anemic Interior released 3, that's Roman numeral 3, which is an EP on Mandeku Discock. Bullshit Detector released their three-track Violet Crown, which is uh, pretty awesome. Both uh, There's two tracks plus a cover. Love the cover. Uh, and the other two tracks are great as well. Demersal released Lee's Inatin, which is a single. Bruise Control released No More, which is a single. UME, uh, that single came out on TNS Records, by the way. UME released Regenerate. Uh, sorry, Sudoku. They released Sudoku, which is a single. Crooked Little Sons released Regenerate on Rare Vitamin Records. Under 45 released Stonewalled. Raw Deal released Demo 88. Cox Bar released the first single off their upcoming album. Comes out early April. 
That single's called With My Hand on My Heart. It's great. I've already listened to it a couple times. Of course you have. <laughs> <laughs> the O'Reilly's and the Patty Hats released a new single called Pirates and Privateers. Then on the 27th, Pemptikasta, which their band name's typically written in Greek, which if, unless you read Greek, you wouldn't know that it's Pemptikasta, but they released a new one called No Ceasefire. It's pretty great. Lose to Win, uh, Salt Lake Band, they released Design for Recoil, which is a single on the 28th. Heavy Hex on the 29th released You Can't Stay Here, which is a single on Bridge Nine Records. CRK released Crack Sabbath, which is an EP. <laughs> the Dead President released, it's something in Russian, but it translates into English as Hard Times, which is a single. It's a pretty cool single. Accidente and Night Watchers released a split LP. Accidente, that is a band I never thought I'd see come back. Well, they put <clears> out a single, or a split LP, rather, with the, Night Watchers. And they have a show coming up, apparently. I oh, nice. I can't remember where or when, but I did see somebody sharing it on Facebook. I'm like, Accidente, I remember that band because I've seen at least five of their CDs in the used bins at Grey Whale multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Accidente is not unknown to me, and... They are good. They are good. They're one of those old school Grudge City bands that was a little too uh, a little too unique, a little too technical for some of the <laughs> uh, for some of that bludgeoning drudge that people were kind of used to at that time. The beatdown shit. Nice. Uh, if you want to learn more about that, I refer you to my review of the Cherim album in the, not the last episode, or maybe it was I the think last. it was the last It one, was yeah. the last episode in the Land of the Dead. I go into a bit detail on that. Nice. Well, you can go check out that split. came out on the 30th. Also on the 30th, RotatorVinyl.com released their various artists compilation called Bullshit 2024. Italian Blood on the 30th released a split with Classic Criminale of Italy course they should release some uh, with a band from italy uh <laughs> it's on liberty or death records uh our pals in total massacre we had them on the show a couple years back they're putting out a new album i think that's late march i want to say it's about two months from now and they released their first single called liberate applebee's <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, apparently there's a lot of goofiness being released this month <laughs> The band Trenchcoat released Apocalypse Hits, which is crazy because Trenchcoat released a full-length album. They're a band that is based out of uh, England and Germany, a city from each. Obviously, that's where the band members are from. But they put out a full-length, I want to say back in March, they put out this full-length in January, and they've got an EP coming out this March. Very busy band Trenchcoat Ooh. is, and that's Trenchcoat with a K. Then today, the 31st, Live by the Sword released their... Warriors of Our Time Demo 2023 single. Uh, there's two tracks included on that. That I think supposed to be on an upcoming full length, and that'll be out on Rebellion Records. Now I've got a little bit for about the next 10 days, much less, at least that I know about, probably talk about more <laughs> <laughs> next week. But uh, on February 1st, Rival is releasing Blitzkrieg EP on Common People Records. Uphill Struggles releasing Tall Tales and Low Blows. Night Fever is releasing Dead End on the 2nd. And then here's some of those Pirates Press records we're going to get into here in a little bit. Brigada Vendetta is releasing This Is How Democracy Dies. The Complicators releasing self-titled The Complicators. Hunting Lions releasing King of the Avenue. Then on Pure Noise Records, Same Side will be releasing Oh No. 
Dog-Eared putting out It's Probably Benign, Video X putting out Attack, which is a single, The Losing Streaks putting out Last House, which is on Slovenly Records, Sensor Ghost putting out a three songs, seven inch split. I don't know who it's with, but it'll be on Discord Records. The Promised End putting out for The Buried and The Broken on Sound Investment Records. And then on the ninth, I got four releases. The Chisel putting What a Fucking Nightmare out on Pure Noise Records. Mean Jeans putting out Blasted on Fat Records. The Slavines or Sleevines putting out self-titled on Dirtnap Records, The Breath, putting out Reasonless Hate on Convulse Records, and then sometime soon, I don't know when or the date yet, but Strong Arm and the Bullies are putting out Drive On on Rebellion Records. My list was long. Eric, what do you have to add? Uh, a long list. Awesome. <laughs> By my standard. Anyway, <laughs> uh, starting off on the 23rd, uh, Chastity released their Nightmare single, and Wide Shut released Legion, featuring Felipe from Brothers Till We Die. On the 24th, Ministry released a new single called BDE. It'll be the opening track for their upcoming record, Hopium for the Masses. <clears throat> On the 25th, Chelsea Wolf released a new single called Everything Turns Blue. And that's going to be coming out on her album that comes out February 9th, titled She Reaches Out to She Reaches Out to She... Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. It just sounds <laughs> like it's meant to have the record skipping. Maybe that's her version of number nine. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. In the 26th, yeah, pretty busy uh, release day. And I finally listened to the new Alkaline Trio record, Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs. It's pretty good. I, I've listened to it once. I got to go back and listen to it a few more times. But I have assurance from Josh that it's better than the last album, Is This Thing Cursed? Okay. I'm like, and this thing cur is cursed was a pretty good record. So yeah, we'll have to see how Blood Hair and Eyeballs fares. Anyway, aside from that, Raw Deal released Demo 88, Military Gun released Life Under the Sun EP, and Konashi released uh, Three Faces of Beauty, a violent misinterpretation of Morgan Montgomery. And it's a single EP. And with a title like that, I can only assume that this will probably be a three-part series. Okay. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. Three Faces of Beauty. Here is face number one. Maybe uh, Konashi will be releasing uh, two more EPs for you know, the two previous faces. But I don't know. We'll okay. just have to wait and see. I'm on the mailing list, so they'll let me know. Anyway, on the uh, 29th, Heavy Hex released their You Can't Stay Here single. On the 30th, Frail Body released their Refrain single, and Jigsaw Youth released another single, Lovesick. Those guys are just a singles band. And that's back in the day when uh, labels were still uh, uh, monopolizing everything. <laughs> Not so much now, but back then, if you were a singles band, that means your career wasn't going to be incredibly short, or rather your uh, uh, popularity in the zeitgeist. <laughs> it's... You know, you just release one, maybe two singles that everyone recognize. You're a one-hit wonder, and then you're gone. But these guys, Jigsaw Youth, they're independent, and they release nothing but singles. I've said they've released like a whole album's worth of material in the form of just single tracks. And it's kind of interesting, because each one sounds uh, pretty different from the last. Okay. Yeah, I've seen them uh, kind of evolve from this uh, sort of uh modernized riot girl uh type band 
into this weird side of garage punk essence with a lot of psychedelic overtones. And now I got to see what they're going to be doing with Love Sect. Love Sick. <laughs> Love Sect. Isn't that technically an orgy? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll have to I'll have to go and check that out. On the second, Ghoul be releasing Noxious Concoctions EP. And I saw on their Instagram that uh, the day before it's released, on the first, I believe it is the uh, first that they'll be doing this, they'll be doing a live streaming listening party for all their Instagram followers. So, yeah, they made an announcement for that. If you follow Ghoul on Instagram, then you definitely want to uh, get, you're definitely going to want to mark that date. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be awesome. And on the 9th, that... Uh, Really weirdly titled Chelsea Wolf album. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. And I'll be seeing Chelsea Wolf when she comes in April. It's going to be a nice time. It's going to be a great time. Awesome. Anyway, that's all I got for uh, new releases, uh, at least upcoming or otherwise. Well, it's time to get into playing some new releases then. Yeah, some new releases that had just come out. And we're going to uh, properly send off our friends in The Runts. The Runts have been a band since... Oh, what was oh, it? Two thousand five. Yeah, yeah. And then they had a bit of a, a bit of a, a hiatus uh, in the late two thousands, going into the twenty tens. But they made a comeback, and then they still showed that they have something something to prove. And yeah, the last few years they had been on the been on the scene. They released some pretty damn good albums, right? Or not not albums, but uh, mostly singles. And I have covered quite a bit of them on this show. I did, I went back into the catalog. I had talked about them five times. Five different times. One of which was an interview, though. Yes, exactly. That was the most recent time we had talked about the runts with the runt himself, Nicholas Carabajal. The other times were like in episode 221, July 2021. I was talking about their album, Kill the Runts. <clears throat> Then in episode 229, in the September of that same year, that was a Red In My Eye singles. Then 263, May 2022, the Jumpstart single. Episode 306, March 2023, Broken Hearts single. And episode 315 in May of 2023, that was the interview with Nicholas. And Nicholas, God, he's a super nice guy, super well-worded, intelligent, and has a lot of great ideas that carried over into his lyrics and will continue to carry over into his new uh, career. Anyway, I'm back once again with what will possibly be the last song the Ruts will ever release. Actually, I think it is just going to be their last song because they're going to be breaking up in a couple weeks here. And they are, yeah, after they play their two final shows in February, actually. And that will also be with Corrupted Youth, who are also playing their two final shows Oh, wow. So, yeah, we're losing two awesome fucking California bands, and just damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to do a plug for uh, Corrupted Youth uh, before, they <clears throat> before they break up, but you should definitely go check out those shows. I'll be talking about them in a little. But first, let's talk about their song, Fence Walker. This is the one that was just released, um, yeah, when was it? Yeah, January 9th. And... Is it a strong enough note on which they can go out? I believe so. It's an encapsulation of all the music they've released over the last 20 years. 
It has its fast punk rhythms with metal riffs, blast beats, and the chorus with lyrics to chant, a breakdown that's heavy as hell with beautiful overlapping melodies, and lyrics that promote the idea of self-thought and giving yourself purpose. A code the runs had followed since day one and is what Nicholas will be taking with him into his dive into politics. So, yeah, this is what I got to say about the runs' uh, final song. Here is Fence Walker. that is powerful despite its simplicity but sometimes the sometimes the biggest punch come, comes in the smallest package <laughs> uh, so yeah that was the that was the runs last ever song they will release the only thing i feel that they will release uh is i don't know maybe deep cuts or b-sides or like a whatever but i don't see them as uh trying to uphold themselves as like a legacy band or anything not based on uh, Nicholas disposition. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but but yeah, Runts. There, <clears throat> within two weeks' time, they will be no more. Their two final shows will be held on February 9th and 10th at the Lodge Room in Northeast Los Angeles. As I said, with Corrupted Youth, we're also celebrating their two last shows on those days. They'll be playing with the likes of Big Boy, Pig City, Proto Cultura, Torena. Bent Blue, 
self-sabotage, rabbit, brainwash, uh, Gottlieb, and bunk beds. And it's $20 for a single day and $30 if you want to go to both. Awesome. Yeah, not a bad deal considering the lineup. Right. Yep. And so that's all the info I have on those shows. If, you, uh, if you're in the Northeast LA area and you want to check out a pretty amazing punk rock band, punk, hardcore punk band, whatever you want to call it, and not even just band, bands, bands, plural, it's going to be a good show. I wish I could go, but it's a little too far out for me. But uh, all you guys, go in my stead. Right. <laughs> and Nicholas and uh, Runtz, we love you. We'll miss you. Somebody killed you, apparently. <laughs> if you follow him on Instagram, you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, it's still an awesome song. You'll always leave us wanting more. Awesome. Well, uh, there'll be a show, and I'll mention it during the shows, but uh, several of these Pirates Press bands, because they're all doing record releases this week, uh, there's a show that's going to be there in Northern California. A lot of these bands are Northern California bands, including the first one here, which is Brigada Vendetta in Richmond, California. Their release again is February 2nd, and it is called This Is How Democracy Dies. It's a full length. The band features Daryl Forrest and Mike C. of Harrington Saints. So a lot of, but not all of, the Harrington Saints, hence they uh, broke up as a band. Uh, for a couple reasons, I believe, but I know one of them for the, the band here is doing different music. It's not that same boot boy oi music that you... Mm. I know and I love that the Harrington Saints did, but it is some cool, more on the lines of hardcore and old-school punk music. That's what you get with Brigada Vendetta. We're going to be playing two songs for that reason, and those two songs clock in at 1 minute 15 seconds and 1 minute 8 seconds, which yeah. even the runts aren't known for having particularly long songs. Well, but yeah, got to leave room for the breakdowns. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that song, Fence Walker, was two minutes and 36 seconds. These other two songs combined are less than that one song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those extra seconds, they meet, uh, you could do a lot. <laughs> Any prog band can tell you that. <laughs> Every second counts. Well, if you like Daryl and you want to hear Daryl talk to us, we did some interviews with Daryl over the years. More about Harrington Saints and Suede Razors and other bands, as uh, Daryl still does stuff with Suede Razors, but not Harrington Saints. But if you want to check out any of those interviews, we interviewed Daryl on episode 35.5. Go look in February of two, or 2018. Episode 95, that was April of 2019. And then we did a bonus Harrington Saints episode because they were coming to town, coming to Salt Lake, and that was September of 2019. So you can go check out those interviews if you would like. Right now, we're going to check out two tracks from that release that will be out this Friday. Uh, the first one is If This Is Life, and we'll play it. They're short, so we're playing back-to-back. -back. The second one is Never Let You Die. Here goes Brigada Vendetta.
So what'd you think of Brigada Vendetta? Uh, traded in the boots for some cargo shorts, I'd say. <laughs> That's yeah, I really like that. I really love that uh, change of pace. It's nice to know that. Uh, it's nice to know that Harrington Saints didn't break up in vain, and that the, you know, some of the members went on to form yet another boot boy band. That's like at that point. Well, why didn't you just keep it the same? <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I got to say. When uh, bands break up and the members want to continue going into different musical endeavors, they're at least going into something different. Right. You know, because otherwise, it just makes you kind of look uh, like a sore loser. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But in some cases, maybe they're just like, uh, maybe some of the members that did not want to leave that style of music behind or that band. It's like, I still wanted to do more with this one. So... Well, if I wanted to do more, I might as well go off and form another project and uh, continue that. Right. So, so yeah, you can't uh, paint with a broad brush when uh, bands are doing side projects or uh, forming new ones in the wake of their uh, previous bands. But for this case, it's a, it is different enough. Right. <laughs> yeah, qu quite different. I mean, I'm thinking of Heritage Saints. I'm thinking like, I'm going home on the Fremont train. Right. And then I hear this. I'm like, whoa, Jesus, this is a... Uh, it's nice. It's it refreshing. Brigada <laughs> Vendetta is awesome. Not the same singer, but... Or is it? Yeah. Daryl's oh, okay. doing vocals in both. Okay. Never mind. And <laughs> Daryl does vocals in Suede Razors for anybody that wants some Bob Rock. Oh, yeah. That's right. That is... So, yeah. He's pretty, uh, he's pretty well spread. He is. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. My thing still stands. Uh, Indeed. <laughs> my statement still stands, rather, that... Uh, Comparing uh, these two songs to the likes of uh, Thousand Pounds of Oi. Right. It's, uh, yeah, it's quite a jump. Absolutely. Yeah. Same creek, different bridge. <laughs> we'll say that. Nice. Well, it's good stuff. Comes out Friday. Get your copy ordered. Uh, next is, and then you can also order this one uh, as well on Friday. I don't know if they've done pre-orders on these. I know they did pre-orders for the Cox Bar one that's coming out, but I'm not sure if these have pre-orders or if you just go on to their website on Friday. But the Complicators, they're another great band. I got to see these guys at uh, Rock the Ship, and I think I might have seen them at uh, Punk Rock Bowling once, too, at a club show, I think. Oh. But they're great. I definitely recommend seeing them. They're from San Francisco. Uh, they are releasing their self-titled full-length album also this Friday the 2nd. And we're going to check out a track from it called I See... So let's do it. Here goes.
some ruggedness to them right they're pretty yeah they sound pretty rough <laughs> right and they were awesome live uh if you get a chance i definitely recommend seeing them uh the album's great i've heard all of these i've already heard the albums i picked out the ones that i liked so uh i i'm playing them because pirates press is putting out a lot of great stuff coincidentally a lot of it <laughs> on the same day coming up but uh still a lot of really good stuff eric you got some older, lesser known, and this particular band actually had a brand new, or not a relatively new release. Yeah, it's uh, one that came out, uh, I think it was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it's just like November or something like that. It was only a few months back. It's not like this month, but uh, somewhere at the end of last year. Yeah. However, they are relatively uh, <clears throat> uh, lesser known. They're still pretty uh, you know, underground. Very right. few people know about them. Oh, I had never heard of them before this. <laughs> yep. so uh, when I was looking for the, the album that this is on, I found the other one first because it was a newer release, and then I found this one. Yeah. Anyway, the, the band that we're talking about is uh, Spiritual Cramp, who were formed, formed in San Francisco, and I can assume was uh, they formed in 2017. At least that's as far back as their... Uh, uh, excuse me. That's as far back as their Instagram posts go, February 2017. Okay. And it's also when their first EP, Mass Hysteria, was released of gotcha. November of that year. So, yeah, I'm just assuming. If I'm off by a year, I'm off by a year, but man, who gives a shit? <laughs> anyway, yeah, so they had, like I said, they had their first uh, EP, Mass Hysteria. Then their second EP, Police State, came out in 2018. Then their first LP, Television, came out that same year. Now, these guys have a very particular sound, like a bit of uh, Devo's more spacey songs and sand, uh, Sandinista-era clash. Okay. And vocals that, when the song is heavy, sound like uh, Ephraim Schulz from uh, Death by Stereo. And during their softer songs, they sound more like uh, uh, Joe Strummer and Mark Mothersbaugh, hence the reference to the clash and Devo. Gotcha. <clears throat> and it's, it's hard for one song to... Uh, to have one song really sum up their whole sound. So I'll have to revisit this record later <laughs> on. But, uh, but for now, here is their self-titled song. It's called Spiritual Cramp to give you an idea of how fast and potent they can be. 
but still have a little bit of that weirdness shining through. So here it is, Spiritual Cramp. This song really stands out as it's their uh, <clears throat> definitely one of their harder ones. Trust me, the majority of the rest of this album does not sound like that. <laughs> it does not. Some of them are just straight up dubs. Like what I said with uh, the Clash's Sandinista album. It's mostly uh, reggae uh, style hits. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty weird combination of sounds and... Uh, but yeah, I feel so obliged to go back and uh, talk about these guys. I'm going to do more of a dive on their uh, discography. But also, this song, this particular song, I discovered through uh, uh, Hate56's Instagram. He's the guy who uh, pretty much uh, catalogs on video. Okay. Eh, like every fucking band, it seems. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the guy is uh, really spread out. I mean, he's... Yeah, he's he's made his whole career on uh, documenting underground hardcore shows, and even now, like he, the biggest one he did was Rage Against the Machines show in uh, Milwaukee. God damn. Anyway, this isn't about him. This is about the. <laughs> yeah, he posted on his Instagram um, a, a clip of the uh, live footage he got with uh, these guys playing in. Uh, I want to say Boston. I think it was Boston, and. Live, it sounded like just straight hardcore punk. It didn't have those weird effects on the vocals, didn't have like these, uh, the strange little uh, sounds that the guitars were making. I was like, wait, is this even the same? I mean, it sounds good either way, but <laughs> if you want it to be more hardcore than what you heard here, then check out their live performance. <laughs> I mean, I'll have to check out the rest of that concert on his, uh, on Sonny's YouTube page, but. Uh, but yeah, that's what hooked me. So it's pretty awesome uh, discovering that this is a new way to discover bands. Right. You know, and uh, and yeah, Spiritual Cramp has got me on a fucking uh, rabbit hole. So <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for that, Hate56. You're, <laughs> you're just doing your job. <laughs> you're doing a bang-up job at it too. So, uh, so yeah, Spiritual Cramp. 
definitely be talking about them uh, pretty soon. Awesome. Pretty soon. Had such a this album had such a sway over me the same way that uh, Suffocators album Deadlights did, where it's like, nah, I gotta talk about this some more. <laughs> yeah, I still gotta interview those guys. We'll get a we'll get them somewhere down the road. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I got for older, lesser known. What have you got? It seems like you got those uh, wild cats that are on the prowl. Right. Uh, so I have hunting lions here. We've played them before, so they might not be lesser known. Uh, the band is made up of present and past members of the Swinging Utters, the Bell Tones, Roadside Bombs, Hometown Addiction, Resilience, The Burdens, and more. I think I probably played just about every one of those bands. All those really great bands. So it's a band made up of band members from really great bands. and they're I believe from, we call that a super group. Yeah. <laughs> you could call the Hunting Lions a super group. They're from Santa Rosa. I got to see them at Punk Rock Bowling. They performed at the club show that Antiheroes were at. They opened up that show, and it was awesome. I think uh, Doug and the Slugs were there. Uh, anti-heroes, Hunting Lions, it was awesome. Hunting Lions were great. Last year, they released two five-track EPs. One was called Light, one was called Dark. You could get them. One was black, one was white on, like, the vinyl and album covers and such, and you could get those in that fashion. Uh, now they've combined it all, so that's why I kind of have it here as older or lesser known, because... The 10 tracks that are on King of the Avenue are the same 10 tracks that were on the different uh, Light and Dark, and I think they even did like a compilation of some sort that combined all of them together. Well, now you have an official album, the debut album, as it were, huh. from Hunting Lions. Different artwork, but the same 10 songs are included on there. So we're going to play one, but one I hadn't played here or on Punkinoy Worldwide. Uh, I have done an interview with Ben of... Roadside Bombs at the time, but he also sings in this band, Hunting Lions. So if you want to go check out that interview, it's on episode 53, way back in June of 2018. Uh, the band formed back at the beginning of the pandemic. They've been putting out some great tracks over the last year. The album artwork's cool. You can go get it on Pirates Press. Thanks again to the guys at Pirates Press. Always sharing. They were, I don't know if I mentioned, or at least recently, but Pirates Press label was the first label of all labels, any labels out there that reach out and share stuff to us, Pirates Press was the first and always greatly appreciated because I'm a huge fan of the music that they put out on Pirates Press. Yeah, why do you think we play so much oi music on this show? Right, <laughs> but even more recently, they've been picking up and, and uh, they're doing new releases for bands like Teenage Bottle Rocket, Starving Wolves, and so forth like that. So yeah. that they do a lot, and you will get uh, a little bit more as we go on later in this episode. So... We'll get to Hunting Lions now off of King of the Avenue that also comes out this Friday, also playing one of those shows that I was talking about this weekend, and I'll talk more about that here after this track. This track's called War.
was Hunting Lions. So what did you think of that track, War? Well, yeah, it's, uh, it was uh, heavy enough to, uh, to qualify as like a street punk, but then the melodic vocals start coming in. I was like, okay, it's melodic street punk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of what uh, Swing and Utters themselves were kind of categorized as. I see them more on the skate punk side, but that's a different story. The, uh, uh, the, the fact is, it was a nice little uh, uh, two juxtaposing elements, but they fit together in the end. Right. Yeah, and it was a good buildup in the intro before just cutting right into that bass line. I love yeah. it when bands do that. Right. It's good stuff. I love it. Ben's great. The band's fantastic to see live. I recommend it. Uh, Eric's got an album here in just a moment, but before we get to that, we're going to talk about some live shows. Eric, have you seen any live shows in the past week? Oh, I did. If you were, if you remember last week, I was talking about seeing a certain someone at a show in Park City. Right. That band was, are we not men? We are Devo. <laughs> oh, Yeah. I managed to get my ass up there. I just uh, bit the bullet and said, you know what? I don't trust my car to go up the fucking canyon. So Uber, I guess, <laughs> is what we're going to do. My roommate, bless her soul, has a, uh, has a frequent uh, rider, we'll say, <laughs> uh, get, some, get some discounts with Uber. So I was a she was able to uh, use... Uh, Use my payment info on her account to scrape off a few dollars from the traveling fee. Nice. So I managed to get up, uh, yeah, get up to Park City and back to Salt Lake with eh, uh, about the same amount of uh, money I would have used to pay for parking and <laughs> gas up there. So, and God knows whatever repairs I'd have to do on my car had I uh, had I made it up there or not. Could have risked getting stranded in the middle of Parley's. Right. Uh, but I didn't want to do that, so I didn't. And I managed to get up there and, yep, got up to Park City. And despite the fact that I showed up early, they weren't letting people in line. What? Yeah. There were certain people who had bought, like, uh, early bird tickets, and they have been there since 11. Wow. Like, uh, in line. And... Yeah, they said that they couldn't allow people to start uh, filling up the filling up the barriers until doors opened. Wow. So I was like, okay, this is fucking stupid. Fucking Sundance. Okay. <laughs> right? Um, so whatever, I just uh meandered around Main Street and uh checked out checked out some stores and occupied some various pubs. Actually, I just went into one. It was an Irish pub. I think it was called uh, Flanagan's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, went into Flanagan's, got bought myself a pint, and there was some guy there who was with his acoustic guitar playing, uh, just playing bar music, you know? Just one-man band type shit. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> one-man band. It was just a man and his acoustic guitar. What do I, <laughs> what do I mean? And he's playing some... He's playing some songs for all the uh, out-of-towners. It was still Sundance, you know? <laughs> so, right. And so, yeah, I stuck around there and uh, listened to him play. I was like, okay, 7.30, I think I can head over to the venue now, which was literally a block away. <laughs> God, a fraction of a block away. <clears throat> but you don't want to hear about that. How was Devo? Well, right. Devo was fucking rad. They played at the, 
Yeah, played at the Marquee Theater, and the Marquee Theater is a pretty small venue. Like, it's, it's not microscopic, but it's it's small enough. And to house a band like Devo, Devo's a pretty damn, they're, they're a big deal, folks. Right. <laughs> They've been around since 1972. They were part of the, they were part of the guys that kick-started the new wave craze. Right. And of course, they all, uh, everyone knows them playing and dancing around in their funny little hats. <laughs> <laughs> Did they wear their hats? Well, let me get to that. Okay. The, so yeah, they were the only band playing, so no openers, but they open up their uh, they open up their set with a uh, clip from uh, from this Rod Shooter video. Now Rod Shooter was this character they concocted, who was like this big record executive, and he was like gonna gonna lay out the band's future and uh, promise them fame and fortune and all the fun stuff. Right. And uh, it was an old video. You could tell it was shot back in the 70s, the little grainy <laughs> overlay and just the style. The Rod Shooter had the big uh, 70s porn stash. He had his hair tied back up into a ponytail. He had that open uh, button-up shirt with a big gold chain hanging on his uh, hairy chest. Nice. Yeah, of course, it looks so 70s. They were, <laughs> they were playing into that. <laughs> and... Then it just cuts away to the same guy who's playing Rod Shooter, and he's in his big old Beverly Hills mansion. He's on one of those uh, uh, elliptical machines, and he's still got the gold chain, still got the hairy chest, still has the mustache. Nice. <laughs> and, and he's talking about how he sold his record label, and now the, and now he sort of uh, regrets taking the chance on the weird band Devo, those guys talking <laughs> about space and everything. But, you know, the industry changes. <laughs> and after that, uh, after that video ends, all the weird spacey effects start playing, and out comes Devo. And they were wearing just these black suits. Yeah, just black slacks and uh, blazers and everything. I'm like, this is a little weird. <laughs> this is a little weird. I mean, I'm soaked to see Devo, but... Uh, <laughs> Are they out of touch with themselves? <laughs> this, this is not what I was expecting visually. I wanted to see Devo. I wanted to see the weird sunglasses they wear. I want to see the red, the red hats and the yellow jumpsuits. But, okay, what do they got for us? So they come on with their song, Don't Shoot. They play Peekaboo, Going Under, That's Good, and Girl You Want. And Girl You Want, that's when they brought out the hats. The little dome hats, the little, I mean, you've seen them. They're the, uh, God, what is it? The, yeah, the red energy dome hats. That's what they call them. Just circles uh, laid on top of each other, each right. layer getting smaller than the rest. And, and also, the entire, uh, I got to point out the crowd. I thought of this uh, little uh, description in my head. I had to write it down. Surrounded by folks with gray hairs, liver spots, prescription eyeglasses, and beards down to their beer bellies, some of whom were wearing the red energy dome hats. <laughs> <laughs> and there were people, when I was walking around Park City, there were some people who were wearing the jumpsuits out in public. Nice. It's like they were looking like members of the band. I thought, wait, is Devo just kind of uh, hanging around in public? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's cool that they are, but what the fuck? <laughs> so, so, yeah, I had to... I had to sort of say that. So, yeah, when they did Girl You Want, and then they went into Whip It. Oh, Whip It? I thought they were going to end their set with that. That's like their biggest song. Right. Well, one of their biggest. 
And then they did the weird Planet Earth song. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And then they all walk off stage. And then they have this uh, uh, this Carl Sagan video that's... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It was like a lot of weird uh, B-roll from uh, their past videos, like uh, live footage, all these little all these little clips playing, clips from their animated music videos. And some of it was uh, were animations that were going to be playing in the backdrop later in the set as per song. And I was like, this is, a, this is kind of building up to something, isn't it? <laughs> and then the song starts, not exactly the song, but the sounds start building up. Out comes back Devo, and they're wearing the jumpsuits and the hats. I'm like, finally, this is what we needed for Devo. And, and also, I got to point out, their, uh, uh, their keyboardist, uh, Gerald Cassell, he was, uh, yeah, he was playing synth, doing the little uh, keys during the uh, first five songs of that one. But then when they come out with the jumpsuits, he's rocking the bass guitar, and we're like, okay, we're ready to hear some of the more upbeat songs. And what should they... Come back on stage with, but uncontrollable urge. Nice. You know, the one that goes, yeah, 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 That, that, uh, I don't know, some, was it Facebook or Meta or somebody's got a commercial or something uh, going on TV right now. I've been seeing the past few weeks the I cover one or something like that has all <laughs> the variety of old video clips and including like the Back to the Future where everybody's like pulling down goggles or something oh, over yeah. their face. And that's the song that they're playing during the commercial. <laughs> well, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny because uh, that was one of, uh, you know, their singer, Mark, he has those glasses. He had the ones that are just like, <laughs> yeah, they're stylistic. They, right. You can tell that that's him. <laughs> so I don't know if that was intentional, but I, I think it was. Nice. <laughs> I think it was. And that was the other thing. The uh, Even the stage props themselves changed. The microphones, the you know the the shaft where you hold the hand was yellow, but the head was red. Nice. I'm like, oh, God. And even their, even their gear cases, the stage cases were yellow. <laughs> uh, yep, they're really, uh, they're really dedicated. They are. So, yeah, they come out with uncontrollable urge. They play the likes of Mongoloid, Jocko Homo, Smart Patrol, and Mr. DNA. And they closed their set with Gates of Steel. And I was like, nice. (laughs) (laughs) That was the good one because uh, Josh, he wished he was there. He asked me to get a video if they played Gates of Steel. And I was like, yep, they closed with it. I got it, man. That's awesome. And despite the fact that from the multiple chants of Devo, 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 they were uh, not coming back. Uh. I was like, (laughs) you bastards. Well... It's okay. It's okay. I managed to get up there. I managed to see Devo, and damn, I had a good time. So happy I took the, took the day off of work to, uh, to get myself settled. I was like, all right, 8 o'clock, go to the dentist. 12 o'clock, go to Dustin's for the punk cast. And then at some point during the day, got to get my ass up to Park City. <laughs> and I was so happy that I did the way that I did, and it was... Uh, a lot less stress having to deal with uh, had I gone up there with my own car. Right. Yeah, because... You'd had to find parking and most likely pay for parking. Cause oh, I would Anywhere near where, you're, where you were, it's, like, it's all pay parking there. Oh, yeah. That's what my uh, friends who I saw at the show, they were saying that they paid like upwards to 40 bucks to park. I'm not surprised. I'm like, 
gross. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but regardless, I'm like, I'm glad you're all here. And this was uh, Sun uh, Sundance on the downswing, so the street was not parading around with as many tourists and people. Okay. So I'm like, thank God, because that would have been a nightmare. <laughs> and my friends, they were up there. Uh, my yeah, you know, my best friend Landon. He was uh, the company he was filming for was doing an event up in uh, Park uh, Park City for Sundance, and he That's was cool. do, he was there doing uh, camera work. I can't remember if he was doing photo or video, but uh, but he was saying like what a nightmare it was to get down off of Main Street to get to from the top of Main Street to the bottom yeah. took about an hour. Yeah. That's how backed up it was. So he was telling me that shit. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not I'm not driving up there. Right. <laughs> Man. He even said like uh you can uh, uh you can uh, park at Park City High School and then you just uh, say that you're a volunteer and take the shuttle to go up there. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well that is if I decide to drive up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I didn't have to worry about that, but all in all, Devo kicked ass 50 years on this damn planet. 52, actually. I think they started in 72. Something like what? that. I don't remember offhand. Uh, no, nah, 73. Okay. 73. So, uh, yeah, practically 50 years that, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And also, I didn't realize Josh Freeze is actually playing drums for them now. I'm like... Great, Josh, just another fucking band that you can just put on your <laughs> that you can put on your past members slots. <laughs> past bands. The the bands can put on your uh, past members slot. There we go. Nice. I had that backwards. But yeah, Josh Freeze is a fucking masterclass. He got drum for Vandals then Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> That's awesome. And now he's doing Devo because of course he is. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, between Josh Freeze and uh, Joey Castillo. Joey Castillo's getting around, too. So That's cool. Anyway, those, that was the one show that I saw in the last, uh, in the last week. But, you know, it obviously was enough. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's a Devo at the Marquee Theater. I'm so happy that I went up there. Anyway, shows that are coming up. On the first. Actually, I'll talk about that one in a second. On the... On the second, I'll talk about this one first, is my friend Ari Baduk's firsty 21st birthday show. He is finally, finally, finally turning 21, and that means that Ribbons is going to be playing their first bar show. Look at that. <laughs> yep, he's the drummer for Ribbons, and Ribbons is an awesome fucking uh, uh, hardcore crust uh, power violence, whatever you want to call them. They're just a good band. They're a good heavy band, and... I'm just stoked they're going to be playing Aces now. That's cool. <laughs> yep. Ari was the only holdout. <laughs> All the other guys, like, uh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I can't remember some of their names now. Yeah, Micah and Jay and... Uh, Chris, they were all fucking, yeah, they've all been 21, over 21 for a long time now. So, <laughs> But they couldn't let Ari go because he's a fantastic drummer. He really is. Uh, so yeah, Ribbons will be playing that show, but also playing will be Death Blow, Uncross, Exponential Rat, and All Systems Fail. This is going to be a banger, folks. And it's going to be $8. Only $8? Goddamn. And it starts at 7 p.m. Cool. Anyway, February 3rd, there are two shows going on. The first is Escuela Grind. They are coming back to Salt Lake, and they'll be playing with Take Offense, Bonginator, and Victim to None. 
That is going to be at, I don't know the name of the venue, but the address is 6930 South, 400 West. Again, 6930 South, 400 West. It's the Midvale. I don't know what the name of the damn venue is, but apparently somebody's renting out a space. Oh, I wonder if that's on like old downtown Midvale area. Yeah, I think it is. Cool. Well, th- there's some spots there. There was one that was under construction a couple weeks back. <laughs> They're playing in a construction zone? Uh, okay. Maybe. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that starts at 7 p.m. and is uh, $20. And for those of you old school uh, pop punk fans or pop punk crossover fans going into post-hardcore, Thursday is coming back. And they are, they are doing a tour to celebrate the 20-year anniversary of their album, War All the Time, which was apparently a really big album. I didn't listen to Thursday back in the day. They weren't <laughs> my style, but I know a lot of people who did, and there is a demand for them. So, so yeah, go and check them out. They'll be playing with rival schools and many eyes at the depot. It is 21 plus. So, yeah. They're catering to a lot of their old school fans. <laughs> so don't bring your kids. And it's going to be $42. That's all in. You know, taxes and fees and everything. $42. And it starts at 6 p.m. And on the 8th, we have Delta Bombers and the goddamn Gallows and Volt playing at Metro. Some good psychobilly rolling through. And that's going to be starting at 8 p.m. And that's going to be $26 all in. And finally, on the 15th, Tainted Inc. is going to be playing their album release show for their soon-to-be newly released Puppeteer. And they'll be playing with Suffocator, Cudney, and Infernium at the Beehive. It's $10 to enter. starts at 7 p.m. So that's what we're looking at, folks. I've got a bunch. I'm going to probably be all over the place in order and try to not get the ones that are too far in advance. I did go see the Drowns, but I'm going to play the Drowns here in a moment, so I'm going to wait until I do that. Uh, In town, the Pirates of the Promised Land opened up for them, and I got out of the house later than I wanted, so I missed them. I was hoping to get to see them because I haven't seen them play yet, but I did get to see Hi-Fi Murder again. Definitely one of my favorite uh, Ogden. They're based out of Ogden, right? Mm -hmm. Ogden bands for sure. Uh, they're just awesome to see live, and it was great to get to see those guys and then open up for the Drowns. Drowns were great. I'll get to a little bit of that here in a moment. First, uh, here's some shows. Our pals in the Attack out of Florida, they are playing three shows this weekend. Tomorrow, the first, they'll be in Melbourne, Melbourne, maybe that's how you say it when it's in uh, Florida. Yeah, well, the Aussies pronounce it as Melbourne. Yes, but this is Melbourne, Florida, so I'm going to say it very American that way. (laughs) Uh, They're at Pineapples, and it's a free show. On the second, they'll be in Orlando at Will's Pub, and then on the third in Jacksonville at Kona Skate Park. So uh, you can go check out the attack. They're awesome. Got to see them for the first time at Punk Rock Bowling. They're playing with Copper Bones at Will's Pub on Friday the second, in case you are curious. Uh, And again, you should go check out the attack. Next up, like I said, I'm going to be all over the place. Oh, I think Eric mentioned this, the uh, Runts and Corrupted Youth. They're doing their shows the 9th and 10th. Yep. He mentioned all the bands, so I will uh, let Eric have mentioned that. <laughs> Go see them. Yeah, as a refresher, yeah, Runts and Corrupted Youth with Big Boy, Pig City, Proto Cultura, Norena, to, uh, Torena, <laughs> Bent Blue, Self-Sabotage, Rabbit, Brainwash, Gottlieb, and Bunk Beds. 
$20 for one day, $30 for both at the Lodge Room in Northeast LA. There you go. Nice. Next up is a band. I think this is in Rhode Island. The bands, I think, are from Rhode Island. Uh, on February 2nd, News Cafe, 8 p.m., $10 show, 21 and older. You can go check out Claxon Attrition Rate. Attrition Rate, that's their first show. And it's also If It Rains first show. So be there, and you'll say that you saw both of those bands at their first shows. And then Impulse is also playing. So uh, go check them out. I like Claxon a lot, and I definitely want to uh, learn more about some of those other newer bands, as it were. Uh, bands that I was talking about earlier, they're doing the Stay Rude Radio Presents, Hunting Lions, Brigada Vendetta, and Schoonthorpe Yobbs, Divided Youth, on February 2nd at Cafe Colonial. That's Stockton Boulevard. They're in Sacramento, California, and again, record release shows for Brigada Vendetta and Hunting Lions, so go check them out. It's $12 advance, $15 a day a show. Doors open at 6.30. Show starts at 7. So don't wait too late because it is a stacked lineup on that one. Uh, another band we will be playing here in a moment is the Inciters, and they'll be playing with Hunting Lions doing their record release party. And this show's on Saturday the 3rd at Kilowatt in San Francisco. You'll get Hunting Lions, the Inciters, Schoonthorpe Yobbs playing that one, and Fringe Benefits, 8 p.m., 21 and older, $10 show. Man, cheap. We're talking about all these inexpensive shows. Eric, how much did you spend on that Devo show to see just Devo? $100. You can see uh, eight to ten of these shows that we're talking about for that price. <laughs> yes, but are any of those bands Devo? No, but... I didn't think so. Yeah, <laughs> anybody who's not doesn't have the opportunity to go see Devo, go see a bunch of these shows. You'll, you'll enjoy the ten and $15 ticket prices. Yeah. Although I will say it was probably mostly expensive because, one, it was in Park City, and also because it was Sundance. That's true. They upped the price on every fucking thing up there. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much I spent on beer up there? How much? $26. Damn. Do you know how many beers I bought? One. Two. Oh, jeez. Two fucking beers. That's One crazy. was a hard Arnold Palmer. It was a, yeah, it was like a 16 ounce. Spent $16 on it. Damn. Yeah, a dollar per ounce, they say, I guess. But Jesus, my God. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, don't buy a beer when you go up to... Uh, when you go to Park City, only and unless you have a six-figure salary. Right. And I don't. I have a measly five figures. <laughs> That's not even a salary. That's just a summation of what I make <laughs> per paycheck. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to jump on to our pals in One Fall. They're from Salem, Massachusetts, and they'll be heading to Queens in New York City. I think the venue's called Trans-Pecos, or maybe that's... An intersection because it looks like 915 Wyckoff Avenue is the address. Uh, yes, Trans Pecos looks like the, the venue. They'll be playing with bands from Long Island and Rhode Island, which are Something Bitter, Structure Sounds, and Half Dizzy. And that is a February 16th show. 15 bucks to go see that one. Uh, oh, I already did this Hunting Lions show. Oh, yep, wrong line. Sorry. See, I'm jumping all over the place. There's a lot. Uh, next one is last show for David's Outlook. So the band No Comply, their next show is the final show for an amazing venue. So this specific venue is done. It's called David's Outlook. Uh, I believe it's a Pennsylvania band, so it's got to be somewhere back there in Pennsylvania. You can go check out No Comply PA if you want to 
know more details than I'm going to give you here. But the doors open at 6, $15 for five bands, and there's going to be food. Uh, it's February 10th, Saturday. Who Me, Brother Crow, Rutabaga Suicide. Oh, sorry, it's Brother Crow and The Murder. That was a different color and different font, so I missed that. So Brother Crow and The Murder, that's a cool name. I like that. Uh, no Comply and then No Bison all are going to be playing on that one on February 10th. Next up is our pals in the Usurpers are heading to Vegas. Uh, I think this one's further out. I just want to make sure I mention it. But they're going to be there Saturday the 24th at the Dive Bar. I'll talk more about this as it gets a little closer. But February 24th, you'll see Salt Lake City Band there in Vegas. Then on February 3rd this week, the Dusters, New Jersey Hardcore Hooligan Band with Battery March, with some Boston Oi Claxon, who's Rhode Island Oi. And Rad Card, no, sorry, Bad Card. Some man, sometimes these fonts are hard to read. <laughs> bad Card, and they're doing their demo release. Uh, they are going to be at Holyoke. Holyoke. Uh, I don't know exactly where this is. Obviously, this is somewhere in the northeast. But it's at the Rat Trap, which is 460 Race Street. 15 bucks. Doors open at 8 p.m. Go try, go check them out wherever Holyoke is. Maybe that's somewhere near Claxon. Is this is where I'm getting the information from. But that's this weekend, the third. Next is Impact Driver from Philly. They'll be uh, playing on February 17th at the Night Drop. I'll get to that more next week, but that's Syracuse for anybody that wants to go see a cool Philly band. I like Impact Driver. Next, this show is on the 24th, so we'll skip that one for now. A little far out. Uh, February 3rd, you can go see Fuerza Bruta, Home Invasion, No Guard, Discern, and False Negative, 7 p.m., 10 bucks for five bands, brought to you by Dumb Records. Uh, Milwaukee, looks like uh, this Saturday, uh, I think this is in Milwaukee. Go check out No Guard Oi on Instagram if you want to get more details. I don't think the flyer includes anything more than what I just told you, but it is on the 3rd, and those are some pretty solid bands if you're there in the northern Midwest. Then next is this show, the 13th of February. It is, I think this one's in Italy. Yeah, the Reapers' first time in Italy will be this weekend. This show is, it's a lot in Italian, so I'm not exactly sure where, but you'll get to see. Uh, <laughs> is that what the show's called, A Lot in Italian? <laughs> yeah, I think most of these bands, five of the bands, will be playing with five other bands, and they are all from Italy. The Delinquents, Sisoy, Raza Parte, uh, Miners, and the Ruzaleprus. I, I don't know if I've got any of those right, but it's a matinee show. looks like it's going to start at 1 o'clock. In the afternoon, uh, Bologna City Rockers is presenting, so check it out. Maybe it's probably in Bologna then. Uh, oh, yeah, it is. There it is. So first time, and that's this weekend. That is on the 3rd. Go check out the Reapers. The Reapers are fucking cool as shit. So uh, good for Italy, and uh, I know at least a few of those other bands, uh, Italian bands, are awesome. So if you're anywhere near there, definitely want to check it out. Then on February 10th, Sergeant Skag, Futon La Lasagna. The band is Futon Lasagna. I haven't heard of them yet. Uh, but this band, the Negans, I like that band name. That's pretty cool. 
And then the Agonizers. We played Sergeant Skag and the Agonizers. I'm definitely going to have to look up the Negans because I like the name. And then Futon Lasagna has definitely got me curious. So uh, definitely a band I'm going to have to look up there too. They're playing a Worcester in Massachusetts on the 10th. It's Doors at 7, Music at 8, $10, all ages show. So if you're in Worcester or anywhere near there, that is definitely a show that you should be checking out. So many shows, and it's because it's starting to be like the tail end. We're, we're kind of past the midway point of winter. The tail end is uh, yeah. in sight, and the bands are coming out to play some shows. On February 9th and 10th, the Forever Young Festival is going to be going on, and it's in Derby, and it is uh, awesome. The bands are going to be playing. I don't know which days. You'll have to go look that up. You can go check out United Bottles, Belfast. Probably get some more details. They're playing on the 9th. But the bands that will be there between the two days, the Hot Knives, Claim Choice, Gimp Fist, Rotten 13, Squillette, Knockoff, Aina, Brooks, Takers and Users, Fatal Blow, On the Huh, United Bottles, Riot City Radio, Public Enemy. I don't think it's the one Public Enemy. But either way, uh, it'll be at the Harry Dog there in Derby. So go check it out. Tickets are available via Gigantic, whatever that is. I've never bought tickets there. But it'll be on the 9th and 10th. If you get the chance, go see Forever Young Festival. Uh, just so you know, Dropkick Murphys are starting their tour in San Jose on the 13th. I'll talk more about that next week as it's a little bit out. The tour wraps up mid-March in uh, Boston, as it usually does. But uh, we'll talk more as it gets closer. Friday the 2nd, that's this Friday, Asteroid M Records is presenting Some Kind of Nightmare, New Cold War, Terror Attack, and it is at Red Dwarf in Las Vegas. It's a free show, so show up. It's 8 p.m., since they're not charging you to get in, you should bring some money to support the bands, especially the touring band, which is some kind of nightmare because that band is always touring. So <laughs> 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 go check them out. And last and certainly not least, our pals and Worker and Parasite, they are doing a demonstration. It's demonstration number 16. Go follow Worker and Parasite Bureau on Instagram. Uh, real quick, it's attention, expedited authorization, initial 2024 Worker and Parasite demonstration confirmed for action on Friday, February 2nd. Physical location is going to be a bad decision. You know, this is in Australia because they're an Australian band. Uh, commencement date, oh no, the time is 8 o'clock. Entry is $11.24. That's Australian. <laughs> the supporting act is going to be Major Bummer, who's doing a single launch. You should definitely go support them. I just love reading the shit that these guys do. It's pretty great. Uh, that's it. That's all I've got. That is this Friday for Worker and Parasite. Eric, let's get to your album. Well, before I do, I have a show to plug, but it does lead into Fucking this figures, album. Fucking figures, Eric. I always ask you, do you have anything else? And you hadn't in the last couple, so I figured, shit, I'm yeah. not even going to ask. Let's just get to his album. And of course, this time, he does. Well, yeah, <laughs> but this is a show that I have not attended. I'm still debating on whether I will. Okay. Uh, but yes, this show, this is the one that's on the first that I was, I was intentionally holding off to plug because it is part, it, it segues into my album. Anyway, on the first, there is a, another memorial show for Savannah Haskay. Okay. This one is going to be taking place at Black Lung Society. This will feature the bands Sewn Shut, Honor Code, Gator, PCP, and Establish. Establish has not been active for six years. Six years. And they are coming wow. back to play this uh, single 
uh, one-off memorial show for their fallen friend. So, yeah, that's why I had to save it for this one, because I'm going to be talking about the band's sole two-song demo. That is all they've released. <laughs> so, so yeah, just to sort of uh, you know hype people up for the show. I mean, it's, uh, that's kind of a weird thing to say, hype up for a memorial show. But, but get I mean, people excited to go. Uh, yeah, get people excited to go because it is a celebration of life. Right. You know, a funeral is for when we're there to uh, just mourn and grieve and, you know, take the moments of silence and everything. And, yeah, celebrations of life sometimes are set aside for that, but mostly it's to, the key word is celebrate. Right. Celebrate somebody's life. You know, don't mourn their loss. Celebrate the life that they lived. And... And just relish in the memories that you share with said person. And that is what, yeah, that was what they did at the benefit show at your mom's house last week, which was a great show. I talked about that. And, and yeah, that's what we're going to be doing uh, uh, this week. It's going to be on Thursday, which is, uh, if you're listening to this, today. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyone in, who's listening in Salt Lake, you already know what's happening. So, uh so yeah, that's just gonna that's just be Jesus Christ. That's just me <laughs> siphoning all the information back to you. So anyway, let's talk about established. Established, they formed in Salt Lake City. They were one of the uh, new school straight edge bands, <clears throat> and they were active from 2017 to around 2018. They were formed by vocalist uh, Zayna Price, uh, their drummer Matt Lloyd, who was in most recently in the bands Crow Killer and Natural Evo, while also uh, playing, playing in bands like Positive Reinforcement and Militant, and also being a, uh, being a stage drummer or a fill-in drummer for various hardcore bands, including but not limited to Cherum and Aftermath of a Trainwreck. And then they had uh, bassist Johan Gutierrez and their guitarist Sean Ruthven, who was also in Militant and Positive Reinforcement with Matt, but also played in Snake Eyes and is now currently playing in the band You're the Worst and Sewn Shut. And he's, uh, he's played bass, he's played guitar, and he sings. So he's cool. a man of many hats. So, Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, pretty badass. Anyway, established, they were only around for about a year, releasing only one two-song demo, like I just said, and it's titled 2018, and it's written in Roman numerals. That's MMXXV111, or III. You know, the M is 4,000, so M-M, that's two one-thousands, two-thousands. X means 10. Two X's in a row, that's 20. And then V is 5, so what do we have now? We have 2,000 and, yeah, 2,000 and, uh, Jesus Christ, 2,000 X. There's an extra X, my bad. One X means 10. <laughs> so we have 2015, but the three ones at the end of that, that's one, two, three, added to uh, 2015. That's 2018. Yeah. Sorry about the little mishap there. Two X means 20. We're not even to 2028 yet. Okay. So they broke up not long after that release. And like I said, they're reuniting this Thursday for the benefit show. And yeah, for the benefit show. And they made such an impact in such little time. And that. There were a, yeah, they're a band that people will turn up for them, if not only for the support of the recently deceased. So, so yeah, it's not exactly, uh, not exactly a vanity approach or anything like that. It's just, uh, 
you know, they want to get people to show up as much as they can, and they figure right. that this is a that that this is a good way to send off. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's that. But let's talk about what's in this two song demo. What are the two songs? Well, there is the cleverly titled Baby Doll, which was the fan favorite, especially among women, as it's a uh, rallying hardcore equivalent to I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar. And yeah, it's taken the it's taken the old pet name that was used in the 1950s by men to refer to attractive women who y- look younger than they are and th- basically throwing it back in their faces. <laughs> yeah, and the song will go on to add on to their onto the criticism of the old adage the Jesus the song will goes on to add on to their criticism of the old adage analyzing the degrading and uh, misogynistic context behind it with such lines like don't tell me where my place should be you won't hold me back you won't silence me and the blatant I'm not a piece of meat which closes the song and this is based on Zayna's personal experience of being ostracized being a, for being a woman in the mostly male-dominated hardcore scene. It, so it's, uh, it's in that way where it's like you kind of have to go the extra mile to prove yourself that I'm not, just a, I'm not just a girl hanging with the boys. Right. You know, I'm not the, you know, like the token female character you saw in those 90s sports films <laughs> <laughs> just to show some diversity. <laughs> The characters sucked. They were so boring. Hey, but <laughs> Zane is not a boring person. <laughs> this band is not a boring band. Uh, but regardless, it was a problem for a while, but the problem has diminished over the years. Like, there are so many, uh, so many bands in hardcore and punk rock alike that have uh, women as vocalists or as other members. There could be all girl bands. There could be mostly girl bands. You know, it's not like it's something that people uh, raise an eyebrow to anymore. For positive or negative reasons. Right. You know, it's more or less, uh, I don't want to say it's gone, but that's the idea. It's like so long as uh, uh, such degradation exists, someone will always come forward to confront it. And that's what Establish has done right here in the song Baby Doll. So here we go. This is what it is.
yeah, that's basically what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty uh, pretty straightforward. That's just uh, the style of hardcore, just calling out all the, uh, uh, any type of ism that you see in there. And uh, yeah, I've said it before, i say it again, so long as the likes of sexism, racism, uh, homophobia, transphobia, and non, uh, uh, non-binary phobia, I don't know what if there's a term for that shit yet, but... Any type of phobias or isms that are coming up in the scene that are reflective of injustice to another person just based on that, then we're going to have a problem. All right. And sometimes the best way to, st- to get rid of a problem is to stomp it out of them. <laughs> Not necessarily physically, sometimes verbally, but you know, words can only go so far. You need action behind those. So... And that means that if you uh, find yourself relating to such a, uh, to be in any in any one of those groups, then you gotta change your way. You gotta change your way of thinking because what you're thinking is kind of fucked up. Right. But says who? Says me. Fuckface. <laughs> Keep it away. <laughs> anyway, says a lot of people. Point is, it's a great song and. And yeah, like I said, uh, sexism and misogyny is, uh, I, at least I don't notice it to be so prevalent in the hardcore scene th- these days. Um, but yeah, I am not disputing the fact that it still exists, if maybe not here, then elsewhere. It definitely exists uh, <clears throat> even outside of the scene, but in like the social constructs in other countries on the other side of the world. Like, the... The rights that we kind of take for granted over here regarding, uh, you know, equal rights and women's rights, they're not reciprocated in, <laughs> yeah, take Iran for one second. Remember the, all those riots last year? The women just like uh, saying, we don't need to wear the fucking hijab. Yeah. And they were getting murdered for that. It's, it's fucked up in other places, people. It's really fucked up. But yeah, I know. so long as there is injustice, we will always be here to speak against it. Right. And take action against it. So, again, good on you, fucking Establish and Zayna, for uh, uh, for keeping that mentality alive. Because if the problem's still there, then we still have something to say about it. Anyway, <laughs> I could go on and on. I feel like I've gone on a little too much, and now I'm just beating the dead horse. But <laughs> we have another track to talk about here. We have the, the song Time's Up. And in its own way, it kind of continues the statement from the uh, from the previous song inadvertently, I'm sure, Uh, but it does follow in that same regard of criticizing those who have wronged you. Only here it feels more personal. This song is a slight to specifically those who say they have your best interests at heart, but turn away at the first sign of adversity that's aimed against yourself. You know, call them what you will, two-faced, turncoats, fucking fair-weathered friends, any of these idioms will do. The, those are what this song Those are the people that this song calls out. So here it is. Your time's up, motherfucker. Inside. 
love that lyric in there. And apology is easy to cough up. <laughs> yeah, I can use, I can aim at that statement towards a lot of people in my past, especially as of recently. You know, people who are just coming at me with, uh, I'm sorry, or I understand what you're going through. I'm like, no, I don't think you do. <laughs> I don't think you do. And you're not apologizing to me for the betterment of my current uh, state of being. No, you're apologizing for yourself. Right. You want to make yourself feel better. Or you right. want to please a third party. Or you want to uh, just sort of like... Uh, Maybe you don't feel any guilt. Right. Maybe you think I just want to hear the words. I'm like, <laughs> no, I need you. I need it to be fucking genuine, you piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, that's just, uh, that's just going into a, <laughs> a fucking... Uh, that's just going to be going into a dark hole. And this is a punk cast, not therapy. I have a therapy <laughs> appointment tomorrow, so I'm going to save the juice, as it were. Um, so, yeah, that was established. I'm, uh, you know, it's, it's cool that they are coming back uh, despite the circumstances. I wish it was on more, yeah, I wish it was on more solicitor circumstances, but it's not. Right. It's, yeah, it just kind of sucks that it takes a tragedy to get everyone together. Yeah, that's um, how it is with families and all kinds of things like yeah. that, unfortunately. Yeah, there was a, uh, a sort of a weird, uh, sort of a weird reference, but on the last uh, Body Count album, uh, during uh, one of the songs, I can't remember which one, but it was the uh, Ice T was doing a uh, sp uh, doing a a spoken bit before the name of the song, at <laughs> the name of the song before the song <laughs> itself, uh, talking about how. Uh, after Nipsey Hussle died, everyone was just pouring their hearts out on the on the internet and just saying how much this artist meant to them. And it was like, well, why did you save all that sentiment for until after they were there to reciprocate it? Right. You know, don't don't wait to the last minute or when it's too late to sell someone that you love them. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you need to. Yeah, they need to hear this before they, before they ascend to whatever ethereal plane their soul goes to. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's one of those things. Don't just wait for tragedy to, for everyone to bond over that because that's just not healthy. <laughs> there was a yeah, tragedy bonding. I can't. I think that's. My roommate uh, was telling me about that. It's like you're not bonding over tragedy or some shit like that. Uh, point is, that's not that's not a healthy way to go about <laughs> it. If that's the only thing that's like linking you together is that you knew somebody who died. Okay, that's kind of weird, but <laughs> so you know me where I stand on the whole thing uh, regarding uh, the passing of Savannah. I didn't know her too well. I only. Uh, uh, I guess officially met her like uh, I met her once. It was at a house show at uh, at this kid Marcus's house. It was called the Rats Den, and I and I ran into her. She was like, "Hey, you're the singer for uh, Anonymous, are you?" "Yes, I am." "Are you guys like into playing house shows?" "I'm like, I fucking sure am. I love playing house shows. It's fun." "Well, I run this uh, place called the Hemorrhoid House. You should uh, hit me up, and we'll set up a show there." "I'm like, totally." Sounds like a fucking crusty place. I love it. The Hemorrhoid House. <laughs> so no, it never happened. You know, I don't know uh, how long the Hemorrhoid House was around. You know, I'm not too in touch with the people in that scene. 
Uh, but every other time I saw Savannah, it was always on like chance meeting. It was always like, hey, what's up? How are you? It's good to see you again. And but that was it. That was my ex that was the extent of my relationship with her. Right. And going to these uh, memorial shows is just sort of like, you know, she was someone who had touched all of these fucking people to like different degrees and for different reasons. They actually had uh, they had a much deeper relationship with her. And that's what these uh, memorial shows mean to me is like it reminds me that the people that I have in my life now. I should continue to build those relationships. So that way I have right. uh, hopefully more pleasant memories <laughs> in their, uh, in their wake. You right. Know? So that's my big, that's my big takeaway with uh, attending these memorial shows and plugging these ones. It's not necessarily for me. It's for, it's for everyone else. Right. You know, so if you are listening to this and you have had a relationship with one Savannah Haskey and you are attending these shows, then that's for you guys. Fucking uh, go in, go in my stead <laughs> if you uh, if you feel so inclined or don't. I really don't care. Just uh, go to that show, show up to it, not for yourself but for the fallen. Right. All right. That's all I've got to say about that. You've listened to establish the. We played their entire discography for you, <laughs> discography for you right now. So I hope you enjoyed it. Right. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, still such good music. They were a great band. I assume they're gonna kick ass on. On the show. Absolutely. All right. I've gone on long enough. Dustin, <laughs> take over. For the love of God, take over. We, well, we're going to wrap up the show now with, uh, in lieu of an album, I put two more newly released and upcoming releases on Pirates Press. And then we're going to wrap up the show with some rock steady bands that release some stuff on Pirates Press at the end of the year. Yeah. So we're sort of doing a Pirates Press marathon. Exactly. <laughs> it's like the... Uh, uh, the Brigada. Yes. But not with yachts, with pirate ships. <laughs> sort of like in that movie, uh, Summer Rental. Yes. The, yeah, the Buccaneer show. The, the ship that was a restaurant. Okay. Right. So, yeah, that's basically what we're doing now. Indeed. Uh, next is The Drowns. I went and saw The Drowns. It came through Salt Lake. We'd been mentioning their tour on the past few episodes. They came through Salt Lake, played Aces High, mentioned some of the bands they played with. And I really enjoy their show. They're great live. They just announced, I think yesterday or today, that they're going to be doing a uh, U.S. tour now. And so they're asking people, where should we play? Help us out. You know, like, where, where do you want to see the drown? So it'll be great to see them again. Uh, I've seen them the first time in Salt Lake, and it's the first time as that band they've been to Salt Lake. Like, some of the band members have played in other bands and may have played in Salt Lake. But as the yeah. drowns, it's the first time the drowns have been to Salt Lake. They were supposed to come like a year or so ago. One or two of the band members got COVID, and they had to cancel their tour, so they were unable to, so they were happy to come out. It was a great turnout, for, especially for a Wednesday night. I enjoyed it. They're fucking great. And they played a couple tracks off their new album called Blacked Out, which will be out February 16th. That's in two weeks. So I mentioned a bunch of Pirates Press releases coming out this Friday. Well, two weeks from this Friday is when Blacked Out comes out. I don't actually have that one yet. Maybe they will be sharing it with us in the next week or so. All the rest they'd shared ahead of time. This one they hadn't, but there is a track off of it that they released as a single back in November. Haven't played that one yet, so we're going to play that one now. So off of Blacked Out, early release single from The Drowns, we're going to check out their track, 1979 Trans Am, which, by the way, they had that uh, Firebird logo and then The Drowns, and that's the uh, logo on the two-sided split on the backside for this track. 
But they also have T-shirts for it, and that's the shirt that I got at the show last week because nice. I like me a Firebird. So here we go, 1979 Trans Am. Yeah, the thing you were saying about, uh, you know, the, all these uh, oi bands and punk bands kind of uh, going off into uh, different musical territories. I have listened to the Drowns before. <laughs> they, they, they don't sound anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was more of that, like, Bob or Glam Rock, which they do have a couple tracks like that, but they're more of your street punk mixed with oi sounds, but maybe more street punk. But it depends, because... You, you know, Rev, he was doing that, and he's got more of the, the gritty voice. 
Uh, and then Andy has more of that melodic voice, and so it kind of depends on which tracks that you're listening to. I yeah. think that depending on who's singing kind of alters what you might be hearing uh, as far as style goes from the band. Basically, what I'm the image that this song was painting in my head is like I'm seeing a bunch of uh, guys with uh, you know bowler shirts with flames on them and shit, slick back hair, and they're just surrounded by hot rods. Right. You know. Something like a social D uh, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> presence, you know? Right. That's what this song was uh, giving me, except it's less twang and more like beach style. Right. Like, uh, like you're just driving your 1979 Trans Am, you know, gripping it on 12 on the steering wheel, have your elbow hanging out of the, hanging out of the window. And you just got those aviators on and the sun is setting across the Pacific coastline. Right? And That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> they were heading east on I-80. I mean, you head east on I-80 from where they are, and you're going to go through Salt Lake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool stuff. Love the Drowns. I think they said that their U.S. tour is going to be in March, so get on those dates. I wish they would have had Blacked Out. I actually got a couple of the 7 inches and Tension as well on 12-inch that I didn't have for my vinyl collection of the Drowns, so I think I just about have everything except for now blacked out, but it's not out yet. Hopefully they decide to come through Salt Lake and we'll have some copies of that. Otherwise, I guess I'll be getting it from Pirates Press. Next, though, we're going to be playing Swingin' Utters. We were just talking about them earlier when we were talking about hunting lions. Well, Swingin' Utters have a Boots and Booze comic series, and they released Boots and Booze number four comic, uh, there's a comic book that actually goes with these releases that they do, uh, which is a pretty cool concept. It's out on Pirates Press. They released this one, number four, through Pirates Press on December 8th, so just a little bit less than two months ago. And if for whatever reason you're unfamiliar with Swingin' Otters, they're from San Francisco by way of Santa Cruz. Uh, the band's been around since 1987, so what are they at, like 37 years now, about 37 years as a band? In that 37 years, they put out 35 albums, EPs, splits, singles. Quite an extensive release yeah. catalog. Just about something every year from that band. And they've got cool stuff, including this Boots and Booze number four. On Boots and Booze number four, they did two cover tracks. Uh, that's what's on there, not like two cover tracks and other stuff. It's just the two cover tracks and then the comic. So definitely recommend checking out the comic. But uh, they're both... Coxbar covers one of them's I got your number but we're gonna play the other one because I don't know if we've played this one on the show before and uh, it's that time uh, Sunday's coming here is Sunday stripper swinging others covering yeah. Coxbar. City and moved into my town She was stone cold, broke But her legs were pretty And her head looked neat When she let it hang down Well, she followed in her mother's footsteps To make a little cash on the side With a lamb-made cat suit She showed all the boys That she had nothing to hide She does the Sunday stripper At the bar on the corner well, she's a G-string tripper, but I'm in love with her She's just a Sunday stripper uh -huh. At the bar on the corner 
just uh you know you can do so much wrong covering a cox bar song but the fact that they were able to bring that same amount of energy to it just proves that it can be done right right yeah and i love it even the, even when uh homeboys uh emulating the british accent <laughs> sunday stripper <laughs> Uh, it's good stuff. Go check out Swing Another's comic series there. Next up, we're going to wrap up the show. A couple rock steady tracks. Uh, the Inciters, we were just talking about them. They're from Santa Cruz, California. They released Bring Back the Weekend in October, uh, October 20th of 2023. That's on Pirates Press. They're doing that show with Hunting Lions coming up this weekend. So go check that out. Here is a track from Bring Back the Weekend, which is out on Pirates Press. It's called If I Didn't. If I didn't love you, I 
the first of two to wrap up the show, the Insiders. Uh, like I said, it's rock steady stuff going on here. Uh, what do you think of that one? Uh, it just makes me think of those. Uh, uh, Holy fuck! What do you call those things? The pinup, the pinup oh, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that, uh, you know that hairstyle and those uh, old fifty style dresses, the ones that uh, protrude out in their sure. circumference a little bit, so that way they twirl a little more steadily. Right. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. It just reminds me of. Uh, I guess you can say it reminds me of Greece. <laughs> <laughs> well, good stuff, insiders. We're gonna bounce from the West Coast, as most of the bands have been out here. I mean. Uh, Eric played a Salt Lake City band, but all the rest have been California plus a Seattle yeah. band being Spe the Drowns. Yeah, California, specifically the Bay Area, because right. it's Pirates Press bands right. that we'd be playing here. <laughs> uh, we are going to go to New York for the Slackers. The Slackers released a two-track single called Kill You on September 22nd. I think I played Kill You over on Punkanoi Worldwide, so we're going to play the other track off of that. Appreciate them sharing it with us. The Slackers formed way back in 1991, so they are 33 years as a band now. And this particular track uh, is State House. They originally released it on Don't Let the Sunlight Fool You from 1992, but this is the extended dub remix that was released on Kill You. So here you go. We're wrapping up the show. Yes, you got to show love in these times. Down at the state house, one family's history. 
Who'd be dying for the Confederacy But another family's history Being born in slavery Gonna take that old flag down Gonna see it hanging round Gonna see it walking round On your pickup driving round Not in your house, not in my house Not in an insurrection in the White House What can we do? Because it's a dub remix, it's going to continue to kind of do this part uh, for about the next 40 seconds. So, yeah, uh, we'll let it play down. We're wrapping up the show. Eric, what'd you think of that one? Uh, man, there's a uh, man. It's weird how uh, many uh, uh, references I'm going to be making to the Clash, but I can't help it. This is still <laughs> very much like a uh, Sandinista style uh, Clash song. Cool. And, and yeah, that's kind of what the class were doing. They were kind of mixing that old 50s style with the Jamaican overdubs. So yeah, they kind of uh, start, they kind of uh, skyrocketed this whole, <laughs> or be, not even skyrocketed, la- launching pad. They became the launching pad for right. a lot of that, uh, <clears throat> for the likes of the slackers and whatnot. And I mean, hell, the singer even sounds like Joe Strummer. <laughs> Well, just, good stuff. I could have, I could yeah. see the Clash having done that track, or at least the original version, anyway. Oh yeah, it sounds like it could land somewhere on uh, Sandinista, even some, uh, even in parts of London Calling, I think. So yeah, it's a, uh, and it, and again, even Joe Strummer looked like a fucking greaser, <laughs> slick back <laughs> hair and leather jacket and everything. Right. Mm. Well, that wraps up the show. That was the Slackers. Thank you to Pirates Press for always sharing the great stuff that they do. Support that label. Uh, Go support that show that Eric was talking about that established. We'll be playing at 
And we're going to wrap up the show now. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music Player, Fam, Podvine, Podchaser, Verbal, and slcpunkcast.com. The show, or the bands rather, are found on Instagram at killtherunts, at brigada underscore vendetta, at the complicators, at spiritual cramp TV, at hunting underscore lions 707, at est underscore slchc, at the drowns, at swinging utters official, at the inciters, at the Slackers Band shows at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where are you? I am on Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. My bands are on Instagram. Anonymous is at anonymous is at anonymous underscore band official. And the apathetics are at theapathetics.slc. Our Facebook are Facebooks are as follows. At Anonymous SLC and at The Apathetics. And on Bandcamp, find us at anonymousslc.bandcamp.com and theapathetics.bandcamp.com. And Apathetics, we will be showing up on a future episode, and it's going to be all to ourselves. Right. Yep. Stay tuned for that. More on that later. Uh, my other podcast, Lead Melodies, can find that on Instagram at leadmelodies underscore podcast and on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc. You can scream. Uh, yeah, you can scream. But more importantly, you can stream <laughs> the uh, three episodes I have out on anchor.fm slash leadmelodies. I'm still in the process of bringing it back because I love doing it. Cool. Anyway, check out the... Uh, a page that I run on Facebook for SLC Hardcore. It's just at SLC Hardcore. Uh, be posting a lot more flyers. There's going to be plenty of plenty of shows coming up. <laughs> I mean, you heard it here, folks, but if you forgot, well, I'm going to be plugging them on there, so feel free to follow the page. Awesome. <clears throat> Bands are found on Facebook at The Runts, at Brigada Vendetta, at The Complicators, at Spiritual Cramp TV, at Hunting Lion 707, at The Drowns, at Swingin' Utters, at the Inciters, at the Slackers, at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, listening all the way up to this point. Go support the bands. Uh, Bandcamp Fridays this Friday. Mm. Do what you can. You know, save them throughout the month. If you listen to them here, listen to them wherever, and then support in whichever way you can. Uh, they do appreciate it. They take that money. They record music that you get to hear and listen to, and then also uh, help some fund getting to go play other places other than the hometown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isn't that the whole idea? <laughs> right. And if you want to see him come to your hometown, well, you got to help him out at some point. So uh, do so for the band you love. Eric, any final thoughts for a wrap-up show? Well, I mean, my final thoughts, I guess I should, uh, I guess I just want to reiterate what I said earlier about the, uh, the memorial show. Uh, yeah, again, I feel it's worth repeating. Keep, uh, you know, keep building on the relationships that you have right now. So that when after uh, said person passes on, fucking goes off into uh, the next life, whatever that may be, uh, don't feel like you uh, should have gotten to know them more. I mean, you'll always uh, feel that way, but just be happy to know as much as you do about them. That just be happy that you have the you had the relationship as deep as it was and as connected as it was that you once did, so that you have something to remember them by. Other than just like little, uh, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Again, you heard me say it. Uh, you heard me say it back there. You heard me say it right here. And that's all I gotta say. Play the fucking outro. <laughs>